Three, two, one. Dateline, April 3rd, 1930. Oh, Herbert Hoover said today from the White House, prosperity will reign in America for the next 10 years at the very least. Uh, but all the stars are out tonight. The second annual Academy Awards. The awards that we give as an Academy to Hollywood. We give the awards to the people that live in Hollywood. And occasionally some people live in San Luis Obispo and San Francisco and all around places in California. The Gold Rush brought us all out there. And we're here. It's the second Academy Awards. Radio coverage. No television yet because it doesn't exist. What is that television? Who knows? All the stars are out tonight. What's this? Oh, no. An old-timey gangster car is pulling up. And out comes Roland West, the director of Alibi, followed by Winfield Sheehan. Uh-oh, in the same car? Scandal? Who could say? Oh, look at this. The girls. <laughs> the, the birds, the chicks, the chickadees are flocking to the farm tonight as Mary Pickford shows up in a dress that would get her arrested 15 years ago. Oh, look at this strong young lady. It's Ruth Chatterton and Betty Compson. And it says here, strong Corinne Griffith. <laughs> look at the strong young Dude, are you going to do this every week? Because I kind of enjoy it. But I got to be honest. I think that it might confuse people. Do you think that you think I'm doing too good a job? <laughs> I think it's incredible. Did we listen to a podcast today? Exactly or did I turn into strong, an old-timey radio broadcast? young lady. What are we saying? Very strong young lady. I also want to apologize to the estates of Roland West and Winfield oh, Sheehan for implying. Obviously, with all due respect, we're doing with all due respect. Humor. We're just trying to bring humor back into people's lives. They're but just carpooling. Listen, if awards. it's if it's destroying the, the estate of the people that made this movie uh, eighty-seven years ago, I'm not for it. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Oh, wait the, a minute! It's almost like a hundred years, ninety-seven years. Fuck them. They picked the Broadway melody of 1929 to win Best Picture, so they they should all be firebombed. I want to be clear. I was apologizing to the alibi people. Fuck the Broadway melody people, dude. This is, I think this is why uh, they had the depression. Their movies sucked. (laughs) Everybody was depressed at this point. Get rid of the sound. Too much sound. (laughs) Stop Stop talking. Really, dude, yeah. the first minute of this movie is just a cacophony of noise. Oh, this is, Much guys. Much like the first minute of our podcast every week. I would say people debate what's the worst Best Picture winner of all time, and, and some recent nominees for that distinction. Green Book. No, Green Crash. Book is much better than this. All of those movies are better than this. Uh, you know, I Am the Cheese was better than this movie. This thing stinks on ice. It's the Broadway melody of what? 1929. Hey, spoiler alert. It's a Boondock Saints 2. Hey, spoiler alert. This melody is flat. (laughs) Two boys in a balcony in a balcony. 
a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. My name is Sean Sullivan. Hi. My name is Sean Sullivan. No, it's not. It's not. Higher. Copy game is over. No more copy game. No, it's fun because then you tag a friend. Copy game is the fucking worst. It's banned in my house. It causes too many fights. No, I've only been telling people that I'm Sean Sullivan after my boy went super viral this week. Oh, I went fucking Corona 21, baby. (laughs) Holy moly. 18.4 thousand I thought you were going to hit 20. You know what? We still could get there. It's I a think, fucking marathon. I think it's Eve not a sprint. Six, I think Eve 6 stole a lot of those likes, Sean. I can't believe it, dude. He I was it. heated, man. I got I got real heated. beef with <laughs> real beef with the dude from Eve 6, a guy who is Twitter account I've been enjoying so much. I've gone back and reevaluated his music. It's a really Oh, dude, that that uh, they got some good tunes. But now my dude, my dude's my dude's swiping <coughs> my tweets. Now he's on he's on the naughty list. With Sean, Ma- with Sean Michael uh, Sawapus over here. I don't He's care. I don't care for your politics. I w- I'm not swallowing my pride anymore. Oh, do it! Choke on this rind, bitch. Well, what choking. is the rind? Are we talking orange rinds? Are we talking coffee grinds? And he just doesn't know how to speak correctly. I, you know what? That's an interesting point. Is he talking about coffee grinds? I it mean, could. he specifically says rinds, but maybe he's just dumb. Maybe he just says, "Well, stealing your tweet and not giving you proper credit." I think would prove fucking that he stupid. Is I dumb. gotta give, we gotta give shout outs to uh, past and uh, yeah, just past guest. I'm never having him back on. Josh Gondelman. Uh, he has occasionally in the past retweeted things, and this is how uh, the oh, difference between is this what happens. Yeah, no, he retweeted it, and then it was just, it's fucking gone from there. So it's out of control. This technically is a Josh Gondelman tweet, you bag of shit. You just... Occasionally, he will retweet things, and then, or this he'll is... reply to something I, I write, and he gets more likes because, because Twitter he's... is stupid. Those people are, they're, they're all sheep. <laughs> they're all Josh Gondelman sheep. Uh, they're all just, just fake Josh Gondelman's that he's made in this past year, sitting in his apartment in New York, making up other aliases that he uses to attack oh, you. Oh, I thought, I thought we were talking human cloning. No, you're just talking about Oh, you mean like a multiplicity accounts. deal? You think he's doing a multiplicity deal? Oh, Jesus. No, I hope not. I'll be honest with you. Every time I see him, he gets just a slight bit sloppier, so it could be a... <laughs> yeah, this, the clone's just slightly watered down. <laughs> Uh no I did uh, I was uh, able good. to uh, really I was good able to turn that riff Sean I was able to turn that tweet into an NFT and I was I sold it for oh, about thirty seven dollars so sell that bitch yeah I did it's you gone retweet you retweeted my tweet and fifty likes Sean it's rarefied air over in the McMahon mm-hmm. household yeah today. no yeah I, I sold was hoping how did you, you get anybody, uh, those DMs open? you get anybody no. in there going, hey, can I promote my uh, beauty oh, I got company? A, under I your got thing? the guy from uh, Eve 6. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's saying, hey, actually, I wrote this tweet. Oh, no. Like, you son of a bitch. You're coming for me now? And he's like, I hate the balcony. Yeah, dude, that's what he said. That's the name of the new Eve 6 album. It's No Boys in the Balcony. <laughs> no Boys a, in the Balcony. It's our picture with just X's over our eyes. I think I it would might rip be a your threat. ticket. I would. Fucking lick it. 
I'm working on it. It's a new riff. The hell is that? I, it's a song about ripping tickets to get up in the balcony, but and then instead of giving it back to you to let you get in, I lick it and then I stick you lick it on tick? your forehead. Yeah. Oh, it's like a postage stamp. And then I turn you around. I kick you on the butt out out of the out of the movie theater. Let me ask you this, Billy. Yeah, it's a new thing. It's very new. It's not all you're going old. A, you're going to mail a letter. Me, personally. Yeah. I did this recently. I had, to, I had to make amends with the state of Massachusetts for tax purposes this year. And I had to send you're, licking, a... you're licking that envelope? or you? What are you doing? How are you wetting that envelope? Getting oh, that I don't even know what's happening now. Nicole gave yeah. me the envelope, and she said, go put a stamp on this. Now on the stamp. And we argued the... for a minute. We said, how much does a stamp cost? What do you think it is? Uh, I think a stamp is 53 cents. It's 55, but that is very Not accurate. bad. I thought it was 65 at this point. Oh, yeah. You're fucking... It makes well, you're no pessimist. sense, dude. Who you're is, a damn pessimist. You can't even make a phone call for that money. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not really making a lot of phone calls, so... And it's also... I way overpay for the amount of phone calls that I pay. My yeah. cell phone plan should be a lot cheaper than it is. I mean, technically, we're on a phone call right now. That's, I guess, technically true, but I am using my Wi-Fi that I also pay for to fucking facilitate the call. All right. I'm just well, saying, Sprint, what are you doing for me? I'm saying that you should get a promotion with him now because you're a viral boy and you could do, oh. you could sell Razor TikTok gear. You think you I could, could do get, that? Yeah, why not? What the hell's Razor TikTok gay? It's stuff that Razor TikTok gay. Is that what like you just the, said? I gear, said gear. gear, gear, gear. You know, gear. like razors that you use on TikTok. Razors? Yeah. Razors. Raz- oh, ra- like, oh, like I shave? Is that what TikTok Dude, is? Is would people shaving? Would you listen shaving? to me like you from here, too? Oh, sorry. I got to put on my stupid ears. Hey, act like you work at Gillette, too. Oh, well, hey, it <laughs> is the best mo- a man can get. <laughs> what, what did you say? More razors? No, I did said, you- ra- dude, that must, <laughs> think of all the union activity at Gillette. When they're dude. asking for boxes of razors, they're like, you want razors for these razors? They're giving us a six razor. Hey, if you're at Gillette, if you work at Gillette, uh, get in touch. Uh, balconyboysshow at gmail.com. We got a really good idea to get you guys more money and maybe us some razors. Yeah, also put me on that uh, that. Uh... I'm um, 17 turning 18 thing again because I could use some new blades. Oh, let them let him be on your shaving cream committee. That's got to be – that's an only a Massachusetts thing, right? I have no idea razor. what you're even talking about, dude. You don't they know about this? They mailed you a razor? Yes. Gillette, I got a Mach 3 in the mail from Gillette when I turned 18. Was that like a, hey, you're an adult now. Kill yourself. Oh, jeez, I don't think what so. What the but... fuck would a company send you a razor in the mail? Oh, because they're trying to hook you, baby. It's no, so I just watched first the man- taste is free. I just watched the Manchurian Candidate, and I think you might be the Manchurian Candidate, and they're activating you when you turned 18 with the razor in the mail. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah, Gillette, I, sent, Gillette is sending people. They still send them. Uh, when did they start doing that? Because I did not get it, and I would like one. In the 1990s. You're too old. Oh, son of a bitch. 1988 was when I turned 18. You fucking, you just fucking missed out, baby. Do you think if I emailed them retroactively, they would send me a razor? Oh, I don't know. A razor? I always assumed it was tied to the draft somehow. What year did you turn 18? I think 2001. What was the standard blades and a razor then? Oh, yeah, two blades? No, we were up to, easily up to four. 
No, in 2001? Yeah. No, dude. All that all that metal was going to rebuild the World Trade Center at that point. Okay, first of all, the World Trade Center didn't get rebuilt until like 2006. It was just a hole in the ground for a couple of years. <laughs> I don't think they were – they weren't cracking into razors. Also, they weren't stockpiling no, dude, that they, metal before. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They planned oh, you on think doing an inside that job? since the first. Yeah, I know it was, dude. You think Bush did 9-11 and it was it like – now we need I, we need these fifth and sixth blades to rebuild. I will tell you, I wasn't convinced of it until I see how they <laughs> act when they attacked our own fucking capital. And now they're like, nah, we don't have to look at that. Fuck yeah, I'll tell that was you an this. inside job, dude. That was 100% jet, inside. Jet fuel cannot cannot melt the precision blade that's on the other side that you oh, use. Oh, that would around, be you know? a fantastic advertisement campaign yeah, for at least not half of the nation. I think the, the rest of the blades? Jet fuel would fuck them up pretty oh. good, but that precision blade is not. They're not fucking around with that. And just to be clear, uh, shaving cream won't survive when mixed with jet fuel. <laughs> that's, gonna, no. that's gonna just. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm away. pretty sure the aerosol is gonna make it worse. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sean, I can feel that you're doing live comedy again because you're I've just been doing in live there. comedy. I've been out there greasing palms, paying bribes, greasing um, palms. You're not touching yeah. palms. No, You're not dude, shaking trying, hands, right? What are you doing? No, I'm trying you to. I'm, I'll, I'll, do, I'll give him a. I'll do a fist bump. You are doing an Ellen DeGeneres elbow bump with people? Yeah, that. Yeah, I tried a couple. Of that thing is fucking stupid as hell. Yeah. It's actually more I'll cumbersome and awkward I'll kick feet than if I'm comfortable with you. We'll do. Oh, you want to kid play? You want to do a kid play? play? Yeah. <laughs> How's party it up? But only if I consider you a friend. Otherwise, you keep your fucking ugly uh, clod hoppers away from me, please. Keep them hooves to yourself. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Why don't you wash those things once in a while? It's not that hot. You just reach get a, down. Get a pick and fucking dig that shit out. <laughs> dig that shit out. Bill. I apologize for attacking your feet, obviously, listener. You don't deserve this. No, yeah, well, I mean, maybe you do. If you I get, mean, you uh, might get... deserve it. I can't. You got them nasty hooves. Yeah, you do deserve I do. It. I do. Oh, yeah, you got corns and bunions Dude, and all kinds of things. I don't even want things. to talk about it. Let's move on to this. Bill's corns got era. corns. Dude, they got rid of the silent era, and then all of a sudden, people won't shut up. Did you just time travel? What the fuck happened? What kind of transition was that? Who? We're talking about your ugly feet, and then all of a sudden, you're like, the silent films. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't oh, want okay. to talk about my ugly feet. You want to get into Let's it? Let's talk this about enough- your ugly feet. I bet they look like a hobbit's. You know, I'll tell you this. Uh, they ain't great. I got weird. I got I'll weird. I'll tell you this. They ain't great. I got a couple of super long toes, and then I got a, my weird. My pinky toes are like fucking, just like I think they're missing a bone. They're like really, really fucking shrimpy. Did you get into an accident as a kid? Did you have uh, an yeah. extra toe that fell off when you were younger, like I oh. did? Oh. Didn't. Do you had an extra oh, toe? No, I. I said didn't. I was trying to oh. trick you into admitting it. And then I would no. use that information to taunt you for the rest of our relationship. When I worked at the Registry of Motor Vehicles, one time I renewed a license for a guy that had a thumb on his thumb. No. Yeah, dude, his thumb. I'm Get showing the you fuck on the out. camera. Shut up. No, I'm not going to look. His, I'm looking his the other way right like now. thumb had like a little extra finger on the other side of it. So he Did he play six. guitar? Yeah, dude fucking shredded. Guy I think we might have talked about this before. Guy could fucking shred. Dude, you worked with this fella and he used to No, used to I renewed his lunch with him? Yeah, I used to suck it. I just to give me I go, he hey, buddy, used to I'm reach in a... and grab french fries. I'm feeling and a little sad. And he'd always take an extra one every time. Yeah, he's got that thumb. <laughs> that extra thumb. That's 
Hey, you know he's actually a fucking sleight of hand magician. I'm doing a little Uncle Jed from the Broadway Melody. Yes, very little. <laughs> you fucking asshole. That had to be Porky Pig, right? Is that where they got Porky Pig from? Uh, I think that was, we'll get into it, we'll get into it, but I believe All that right. was just a trope of the time. They thought stuttering was, just, was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and I get it. <laughs> That's what they found a lot of things hilarious back then that now you'd be like, dude, we're really going to get into that shit over the next fucking three decades, five decades, eight decades. We are here tonight to honor the second Academy Awards. What what is this? 29, right? It's it's so. It's this fucking here. Figure this math out. All right. The second Academy Awards. Honored films released between August 1st, 1928 and July 31st, 1929. They weren't even on the fucking uh, federal fiscal year. They were just August 1st to July 31st. And then they were like, let's hold the awards in April 3rd, 1930. So another whole uh, Six nine months, months? Right? No, Not- more than that. August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Oh, yeah, right. March. Yeah, nine months later, they were so like, that's yeah, another now- nine months of movies coming out. Yeah, so then, then they were like, "Ooh, this is a this is a dumb way to do this." So I mean, then that's the- when they hold it now, though. It's like April, right? Didn't they just have it? Yeah, but May? that was because of the pandemic. Usually, it's in February or oh, the beginning of March. Yeah. Right. Um. So the third Academy Awards, which of course we're going to talk about next week, are from November nineteen thirty. So they oh, tried really? to so it's... they tried to move it so they could get the fucking year of yeah. eligibility fucking dates set, but they didn't do a good job. These aren't smart people back then, dude. And the... we're not going to apologize to their states for that. That's just a clear fact. That's on them, you know. They ate lead paint. Oh, I hope they didn't. But they did, didn't they? I did. You were big. You love. I mean, you just love eating dude. paint. Let or not. Dude, it was so chewy. You you got a nice fucking It was incredibly chewy. You go for and it a was walk everywhere. Down the street, everything was painted in it. Your neighbor's shitty fence, you pull a ooh, look a little chip, you I'll rip try that, that off. I'll try that. Why wouldn't I? I'll say there's nothing more satisfying, uh uh D Y I ing than fucking scraping paint. I love it. Oh, just puts you in the gun zone. out there, fucking bubble that shit up, get a whoosh. Oh, try to get it all in one peel. It's a fun game I play. I do that with my uh, back skin. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're always fucking sunbathing in the nude. And you peel. You peel. You're an Irish boy. You peel. You damn frecklehead. Oh, dude. What? You can't say that. Mm-hmm. It's Offensive. the fucking 1930s, Indeed. baby. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'll tell you a couple of things about this ceremony, Bill. This is the only ceremony where there were no nominees. Oh, they just did. Uh, I guess you just fucking wrote in no what nominees. you thought. There were no nominees. There were no official nominees. So How the hell did they? I think they basically went back and they counted the votes. So, so wait a the minute. Most. There was obvious. So what is the academy? How many people choose that? Like, what I, is? Uh, I mean, because they're the ones that are writing in, or do they just have people who went to the movies write in what you thought was the best picture? I think that was it. I think it because that's the how that, the that's how the they're chosen, right? Is the academy chooses it? The members of the academy. Yeah. 
So I'm looking here. So everything f- comes back to Bradley Cooper. Yeah, whatever whatever you're talking about, what it- absolutely. That's that's the thing. <laughs> they have uh, in 1927. They, it looks like they had 36 people involved in picking the nominees. All right. And then the next year, they're up to about 230. But they're so all then- people within the film industry. It's not. They're not just having. Rando, it's not like a Nelson family that's saying, "Hey, we really no. like this movie." No, it's and it's right. still that way too. It's still, I well, think, I know it is now. The way it works now is if you're in like the Sound Guild, like you're the they pick the sound like you, nominees, and the writers guild holds picks the, the writers. Paul, your pole holder, our pole holding buddy, huh? Brendan, uh, what's show? Who's uh, uh, the kid that oh. fell through the roof? Yeah, my friend Brandon. Who, yeah, yeah, he's an Academy sure Award winner. You said a uh, Grammy not, and an EGOT. Uh, Did he have a yeah, Tony? He, yeah, he won an EGOT. <laughs> he just he just was like, "Fuck it, I'm not trying to win all the individual ones." He just yeah. made up his own awards called the EGOTs and gave himself one. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Uh, yeah, some, and some people will tell you that's the Golden Globe in there, but get that shit the fuck out of here. Oh, Golden don't Globe, that's an ego. That don't count, baby. Uh, the way it works now is so if you're a writer, you send in your uh, nominees, and then they gather up all the nominees, and then when they announce the official nominees, that goes everybody votes on that shit. But only the people that are in that field, only the actors, put forth who should get nominated for the acting, and then oh, all right, they take the top five or whatever, and then send it out and to that's everybody. How they, that's how they do it now. Yeah, that's why it, you can see it the most in uh, the animation uh, category, because that's the one where you get like, like this year you had Wolf Walkers, which Wolf was like Walkers the, was great, dude. It's great. It's a beautiful. It's a great movie. But then Soul wins because everybody saw Soul because it was on Disney yeah. Plus. It's a Pixar movie. That's why Pixar always wins, even though yeah, and it was also better. great. Soul was very good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But like, but you don't get. Uh, most people aren't watching Wolf Walkers, but they will yeah. watch Soul because it says Disney Pixar on it, and they just go, "Yeah, whatever, fucking give it to the Pixar. It's probably good." And also, uh, Wolf Walkers is on Apple Plus, and I'm sure that the yeah, them droid users though, is... them droid users. If you got a droid phone, you're not getting that fucking. Uh... You mean like C3PO? Yeah, if you got a C3PO phone. C three P Disney Disney tie back call in damn check, dude check the boxes sponsor us please I can't believe that they uh, haven't sued uh, to get uh, droids taken off the market we should all be using iPhones Bezos is God he's not he's not he's not the iPhone but you know you could buy one through uh, Amazon I'm sure so you can buy anything <clears throat> through Amazon uh yeah so this was the uh first awards that were slaves uh, if you wanted to yeah you what huh i'm I'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask you to stop muttering about fucking uh your damn amazon uh i said allegedly you could buy humans on amazon and i said allegedly clear as day so you gotta you gotta of course you gotta buy them in a cabinet. Wholesale. You got to get a bunch. You got to buy the whole family. Uh, only seven awards this year, Billy. They cut it down. From how many was the first year? I don't know, 38? No, you, I think. You do know. 
I think it was 12. I think there were 12. They combined director into one category. They uh, get rid of uh, best writing, original best writing adapted. That's all one category. And uh, best obviously, picture, best production is just yeah, best, best picture, picture goes down to one category. There's no title writing Academy Award anymore. Because we don't have those. Because we got talkies. Because we're in the sound age, baby. So they add sound production? No. Nope. No. They got cinematography, art direction, writing, actor, actress, director, picture. So nothing for sound the first year that sounds available. No, they were just like, guys, you really fucked this up. Get your shit together and we'll try and do it. <laughs> dude, the first, the first minute of this movie, they really fucked up, dude. It's just so goddamn... Like, everybody's trying to get the sound in at the same time. I think... So I think, honestly, I think... In our lifetime, you and you and I, I don't think we've seen like as dramatic a fucking change to the way movies work than going from silent to sound. Oh, I don't no, know, dude. Maybe I mean, like, maybe like special computer generated special effects, but no, they still no, had special not effects. Even, that's not even. I mean, it's it's a whole new technology. But so, like, when you went to go watch the movie for, like, 20 years, you've been watching just fucking silent movies of, like, ducks walking and, you know, like, fucking homeless guys falling into buildings. Or Ch Charlie Chaplin, if I don't... Dude, it's like... Is he homeless? It's like the radio going to the TV, dude. That's it's, right. You know, it's a whole new ballgame. Um, but I gotta imagine people are watching movies being like, ah, I'm sorry, are they, are they up on the stage? <coughs> Where is this sound coming from? Yeah, what is, ha is has the devil inhabited my skull? Wow, these sets on this cowboy movie are very realistic. Oh, the plague has uh, crippled me. Um, Hypothetically, obviously, I'm fine. Me, but no, you get your you get your your handle of bootleg hooch, and you head down to the cinema, the Nickelodeon. You lay down a nickel, and you go see. One of the following movies and the nominees for Outstanding Picture at the Second Academy Awards are The Patriot, directed by Ernst Lubitsch. I watched 18th... the trailer. Yeah, I I did as well. Here, let me get you the, uh, the a quick right. little sum. Marie. In 18th century Russia, the Tsar Paul is surrounded by murderous plots and trusts only Count Palin. Palin wishes to protect his friend, the Mad King, but because of the horror of the king's axe, he feels that he must remove him from the throne. Doesn't sound too bad. No, I mean, the story doesn't sound bad, but... You watch that trailer. Oy, it did boy. not look good. Uh, this is also the only, uh, to my knowledge, the only lost best picture. They do not have a print of this movie that you could watch. It is completely... Yeah, the the three-minute trailer, I think, is sufficient. Uh, it, was it lost or was it hidden? <laughs> uh, it says, only pieces of this film are left, including trailers. The UCLA Film and Television Archives is in possession of 2,500 feet of footage out of 10,000, and one reel was found in Portugal, but to date, no complete copy has been located. What does that say? 25 feet of footage out of 10,000? Oh, 2,500. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean it. It sounds decent, but it uh, it looks like fucking silent movie hell. Yeah, it it's really does. There's uh, one. There's one clip in it where he's uh, the dude's walking by some of his uh, guards, 
And he makes a face that makes me go, oh, maybe this guy was a good actor. Because he looks like he's really displaying some emotion. But I couldn't sit through that fucking thing, I don't think. Uh, that hat direct- sound? That was a sound movie, right? That's this, yeah. I don't know. Because it, it looks silent as fuck. And it the does. trailer is completely silent. It does, but uh, I mean, this movie, kind of, the Broadway melody kind of looks silent as fuck. That's true. Uh, the director of this, Ernst Lubitsch. He will come up in the next uh, weeks and months because he's got uh, a heck of a, a heck of a career and a great number of his movies were nominated for Academy Awards. So, well, I'm sorry if I disrespected you so early in our relationship, France Lubitsch. We'll see you down the road, Ernst Lubitsch. Oh, Ernst! Now I've just disrespected you even more. I hope you got a brother, France. Yeah, he probably does. Um, that's a good chance. Yeah, so that's the Patriot. Good luck watching that. And if Not you have the Mel it, Gibson Patriot, fellas. No. Good luck watching that also. <laughs> uh, then we have the next nominee is In Old Arizona, directed by Irving Cummings. Army Sergeant Mickey Dunn sets out in pursuit of the Cisco Kid, a notorious, if kind-hearted, and charismatic bandit of the Old West. In old Arizona. This movie is on YouTube. I did watch 10 minutes of it, and I did turn it off. I got five minutes into it, and I turned it off. The uh, the bad guy has a snidely whiplash mustache. Yeah. It's uh, Warner Baxter. He wins Best Actor this year for his role as the Cisco Kid. I believe he oh, is the, in... the the same fellow I'm talking about right now. Yeah. He was the Cisco kid, right? Yeah, I don't know if is he the bad guy or is he the good guy? I couldn't I, I do he's know this. He's he's a white man in brown face. So Yeah, we're gonna run into a lot of that, dude. Yeah, it's um Yeah, I just couldn't do it. I was just like <laughs> I'm dedicated to my craft, but this is fucking insane. Yeah, I got yeah, it was and the transfer on on YouTube was not good. So it really does make a huge difference how watchable the movie is. It really does, and it's it's amazing when you see like Wings. The transfer on that is just you know it was so good. Yeah, I feel like Care has been anything that wins Best Picture. Uh, they've put Care into preserving. Yeah. Um, this next nominee, Alibi, directed by Roland West, starring Chester Morris. Chick Williams, a prohibition gangster, rejoins his mob soon after being released from prison. When a policeman is murdered during a robbery, he falls under suspicion. The gangster took Joan, a policeman's daughter, to the theater, sneaked out during the intermission to commit the crime, then used her to support his alibi. Oh, alibi. That's how I'd do it. Uh, I did watch Alibi. I thought it was fine. Would you take? Isn't that how you do it? You take the, Lucy to the theater. You say, "Let's watch this movie," and then you sneak out during intermission. You commit a crime, and then you come back. I mean, and that you're is like, one- oh shit! Where did Lucy go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what that's what happens. This guy come, he comes sniffing around. Uh, this guy. He gets oh, you out watched of- this one, right? Oh, yeah, I did watch this one. This uh, is YouTube. I think I start. I did start this one. Uh, the the main guy in this Chester Morris is a heck of an actor. He's uh, he shows up in uh, a movie from next week called The Big House, and then he starred in a series of films called uh, Bo- the 
the Boston Blackie oh, films. Yeah, Boston Blackie, right? Isn't yeah, he a which gang- is gangster. Yeah, name Blackie He's from not Boston. Blackface, right? <sighs> no, no, it's not no, no, like no, no, a no. blackface thing, right? He's just a gangster. Yeah, I, I assume that it's completely racially insensitive. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, but uh, no, it's more of a nickname that he's from Boston. It's, it's, it, yeah. It makes it awkward because I like this guy in the couple of movies that I've seen him in, Chester Morris, and I'm uh, like, ah, maybe I'll get any these of Boston those... Blackie movies. But then, boy, I just were any of those uh, nominated? Uh, yeah, he gets nominated a bunch. Uh, he gets nominated for The Big House, and Alibi, and. But I mean, the Boston Blackie films or any of those no. nominated. No, 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 no. Nah. Those were kind of like uh, he was a criminal Dead end detective. Kids. Yeah, something like that, where it's just like they just made like made thirty of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's like almost there's, almost like uh when they transition into TV. Yes, exactly. They're serialized. Then you know, yeah. it's just the adventures of this guy that you guys liked. Uh, I thought this alibi was fine. It's you know, we talked about it a little bit last week about how, like, uh, the sound made everything look fucking boring because they couldn't move the camera around as much. They couldn't yeah. do cool visual shit. And, uh, yeah, they couldn't do anything cool in Alibi. Yeah. It just... yeah. yeah. Though I think at the end it's he falls all, off a building. It's shot like a stage production. And uh, the fourth nominee, The Hollywood Review of 1929, directed by Charles Reisner. I don't I watched, think I could find this one. I couldn't find it. I don't care to find it. I, there are clips on YouTube from it. Uh, here's the uh, synopsis. An all-star review featuring MGM contract players. Yeah, so it's just clips? No. Or is it people singing songs? Right. It's, it seems, from what I could tell, it's, a, it's hosted by Conrad Nagel and Jack Benny. Uh, and they basically they just keep introducing acts on a stage. And then they film those acts. So I watched one where he goes, hey, ooh, this was, is our... That was that a movie. was nominated for Best Picture? Best Picture. <laughs> well, they didn't that's have nominees. Insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, all right. But enough people oh, were like, so people well, the best like, thing I saw. That's the one that I like. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, that makes a little more sense, right? That people it, were just like, hey, we got fucking 10 things. Well, I think also this movie had... And a, there's a lot of finagling in the back room jack benny's going yeah would you take my wife please that's well that's what but if everybody that's under contract to mgm is in this movie basically except for three people oh and then they all vote for it right maybe all right yeah uh i will uh very duplicitous like that i watched a clip of jack benny going here's our new starlet joan crawford she's gonna sing a song and then joan crawford just sings a song at a piano and then, get into Joan Crawford. Uh, other people in this movie, Buster Keaton, Laurel and Hardy, Lionel Barrymore, Bessie Love, and Anita Page uh, from... Uh, Lionel Barrymore. The Big Broadway fan. Melody. Uh, ukulele Ike. He shows up. Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally it's literally just... This, this is yeah, literally just a, the fucking Lawrence Welk show. A, yeah, that's what it is. It's, a, it's just a variety it's show. Vaudeville, dude. It's vaudeville. Uh, and uh, Singing in the Rain comes from this movie. The debut of... Oh, does it? Yeah, there's a big, huge... It looks like it almost is everybody that's in the movie comes together at the end in rain slickers and sings Singing in the Rain. Yeah. 
Don't bother. Don't rush to the cinema for the Hollywood review of 1929. Wait for the Hollywood it review has, of 1930. It has been reviewed and it has been found lacking. And the winner of the second Best Picture Academy Award goes to. Drum roll, please. That's good. <laughs> Too much. The Broadway Melody. Of 1929, it, uh, man, oh, man, what are we fucking doing? I thought we agreed Dude. that we were only going to watch good movies from now we on. We did. This is really, it, it, I think it's, uh, it's an anomaly, dude. It's just a year that, uh, like you said earlier, the advent of sound changed it so that that was the thing. Like, this movie is literally just like, dude, you can hear these people sing this song we don't have the orchestra in the pit you can hear these people sing the song and not only can you hear them sing the song you can hear them sing the song seven fucking times yeah you know but it I, it really does open up once they once they figure out how to work with it because like next week is all quiet on the western front yeah it doesn't take incredible, long incredible dude it doesn't it's, take them long and it's like one of those another war epic that's just like back in the trenches and but this is I think this literally is like, hey, look what we figured out how to do. It's like when uh you know, in the eighties when like three D became a thing and then all these movies that were coming out with three D, you know. Right. And not necessarily for any fucking reason were they three D except for that they could do it. And, you know, the movie theater had the glasses already or whatever. I mean, so we we don't we don't uh, we don't respect Rotten Tomatoes. We don't uh, we're not beholden to their judgment. But this does hold the lowest uh, tomato score of any Best Picture winner. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't see how it couldn't. I don't know what's going to be worse compared than this. To last, dude, compared to last week. It's not even close. Like Wings is was it's insane. Like Sunrise is off. better than this. The, uh, yeah, yeah, it was much better than this. This movie, and not not and just because, dude, the fucking story is bananas. It doesn't make sense. And this, this fucking Eddie dude is like, he's trying to hit on the the this his girl girlfriend's little sister that he knew when she was like to his knee. It's fucking bananas. So th this movie opens. We're in and like. And they kiss very inappropriately. Everybody's it opens kissing with, on the lips. It opens and closes with uh, two very cool shots of old timey New York. You get that like fucking Zeppelin flyover fucking plane shot of like the old timey yeah, New York and the hustle and bustle of the city. And it's like, ooh, okay. And then we go oh, into. That's where they're filming David Letterman tonight, they said. Then they go down to this fucking Tin Pan Alley fucking uh, song office where they just write music and record music and do radio shit. And we got this guy, Eddie Kearns, played by Charles King. He starts singing the Broadway melody and everything comes to a screeching halt as everybody watches him sing this song. Yeah. But it comes in that office and like there's music coming from every room and it cuts it's to people so playing different instruments different songs singing different shit tapped it like all this shit and all, all at the, the noise same time just... it's a fucking headache 
It's just it sounds so unpleasant. I would have walked out of the theater probably. I would have been like, yep, talkies aren't for me. I wonder if the, it was they did it that way because they were like, Ooh, we got to train these people to be ready for anything because they're not used to sound. They're used to fucking going to the it movies and be. just having a conversation. We got to fucking come in and kick them right in the dick with all of the noise at once, get their attention. I mean, it certainly does kick you in the dick with all the noise at once. You know, I maybe I maybe would have, uh, you know, get that MGM lion to roar, you know, do that. Do that instead of this bullshit. <laughs> He sings the Broadway melody, a song that uh, has completely uh, evaded my brain. It is not memorable. It is not catchy. It has not stuck with yeah, me at all, when, even though he I sings think, it 17 times. When I think of uh, the Broadway melody, I think of, uh, give my regards to Broadway. Yeah, Remember different melody. Yeah, but that's what I think of. I don't think of, you've got a clown on Broadway. I, I honestly, I have no recollection of how this song goes, and I watched this movie yesterday. Yeah. Now, granted, in the middle of watching the movie, uh, the closet in my bedroom fell down, and everything came crashing down, and I had to... Dude, what a scary experience my boy has gone through this week. I was just sitting on the Give couch, watching it with the dog, and the dog fucking goes, Whoop, and she runs off to see what's going on. I wait Did to she see hear if she's it gonna... before it happened? You think she caused she... it? No, but I'm sure she heard it pulling out of the wall there. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like it had to be going. Like, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this about my closet system. Pull out game strong. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tweet that? Maybe I'll get 17.5. Dude, at this point, kid, you're unstoppable as long as Josh Gottelman retweets it. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Oh, boom. Josh, I got a joke you... about my the pull out game with my <laughs> closet. Dude, good thing you weren't in there, because that's where you uh, record, right? That's where I record. Uh, you know, it, it's just my wife, uh, she doesn't rotate the clothes out. Uh, she just hung, you know, everything's up hanging. Oh, and come then on, we, don't. Then we got shelves. We put, we're like, all right, we'll put the little. Don't cruise it. Don't be like, yeah, my kids wanted to go to on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was just trying to be a good dad, you know? I'm lucky uh, I keep my printer in here because sometimes I have to work in the closet when, uh, you know, the kids are home or whatever. Uh, yeah. Is that so usually my... on top of you? No, Up the printer the is on the bottom. I, oh. we, uh, it missed. We have, a, we have like, a little fireproof uh, little uh, box with, like, birth certificates and passports in it. And, you know, yeah. disguises, bug out bags. Handguns, AK-47. You know what I'm talking bug about. Bug out bags. That came crashing down because we decided to keep that up on the top shelf. So that could have, if I was working here, that could have potentially killed me if yeah, that hit me in the head. Dude, I mean. Thank God. Maybe next time, right? And I, I just, I, I took a picture of it, and I texted my wife, and I say, we got a problem, but uh, before I can address this, I have to go watch the Broadway melody. <laughs> the dog is bleeding on the floor. I just need one hour and 40 minutes. Give my regards to Broadway. How's your dog's, how's your dog's poop, by the way? We haven't oh. talked about it lately. Yeah, after we recorded, I gave her a bath and uh, shaved her. So oh, not... nice. All the poop coming out now? Oh, all that clean. Mwah, crisp. If you want to bring her over, she can use my tushy bidet. Oh, that would be good. Hold her that right over good. the toilet. Hey, and listeners, I'm going down the Cape in July. If anybody wants a dog, Andrea Henry's not. You're going down the Cape in July. Not available. Sure. What is it? Are you going to the convent again? And you're We're going get down to the nine house. Lightning. Yep, my uh, my. Was beloved... it a hurricane? 
hurricane or a twister? What happened? Oh, uh, 2019, we were down there in uh, a tornado. Tornado Tornado happened, right? And knocked out all the power, and we went home on Wednesday instead of Friday. I remember you texting me going, please tell me if the bridge is open. No, I said, yeah, I ain't got time to look that up. My beloved Aunt Dorothy, great Aunt Dorothy, 100 years young. She was able to secure us the house one more time. Fucking Jesus, Will one more Scott time. over oh, here. Fuck. What the hell is happening? Well, she's, she's 100. She's a listener. Aunt Dorothy, it's your birthday. She Send us a message. Balconyboysshow at gmail.com. We'll Fucking get a t-shirt con- out Conceivably you. could have seen the Broadway melody of 1929 in oh, an actual right? movie no theater. Oh, shit. No chance they did. They grew up so poor. But you should, you should talk to her. You should ask her if she remembers it. Aunt Dorothy, do you remember Listen, the Broadway no, melody of nineteen twenty nine? Get my no, regards to Broadway. No, nope. Sean. No, no, she you're knows. Thinking of my brother. It's like she's sharp. Is she sharp, sharp lady. Oh yeah. Well, good for her. You're not gonna oh, yeah. pull any of your bullshit on her then. None, none of this cons, none of your con artist bullshit's getting past this lady. I wish. Uh, Eddie Kern sings the Broadway melody, and then he sells the song to Francis Zanfield. Zanfield. He's supposed uh, the, to be like Ziegfeld, right? Right. Ziegfeld Who, Follies. Yeah, and we're going to learn uh, the great Ziegfeld comes up uh, in a couple weeks, and I'm fucking pumped for that movie, baby. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. That looks good, though. Let three me hours, you, three hours. William Powell is the Ziegfeld. Myrna Loy's in there. You know, I, you know, I love William oh, Powell. You know, William I love Powell, William I Powell. Thin man. Let me uh, ask you: Is uh, uh, Ziegfeld was that a real person? Yeah, it is right. Like yeah. a Broadway. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah, the Ziegfeld Follies. That's, yeah, I've uh, heard of the Ziegfeld Follies, but I didn't. Yeah, know I know if that's it was like. I don't know too much about him. I don't really know, right. like, uh, you know. It was I'm like a vaudeville, to... like a stage type deal, right? Yeah, but he was a big, uh, big Broadway producer and uh, did live theater and stuff. Right. And so Zanfield is the guy in this, and he's he's basically they all wear like fucking Al Capone fedoras. They look like they're fucking yeah. bootleg gangsters. I mean, they all they all were back then, dude. That's how they all made their fucking money. Prohibition, yeah, dude. I mean. None of yeah, I probably you're right. You're absolutely I'm right. Absolutely right. It's all prohibition, all fucking illegal booze money. Um. So th- so this They're guy, drug this guy buys the Broadway melody, this song that I, no one has any recollection of, and he sells it, or he but he buys it, and then he's gonna the ne- his next show is gonna be called the Broadway Melody, and this is gonna be the fucking centerpiece, and this guy Eddie's gonna sing it, and he is roped in. The Mahoney yeah, and it's sisters. Not, it's not a good song. Like you're no. building your whole show around this song that isn't good. Not good. And Why but... don't you get "Cry Me a River" from Justin Timberlake and build your show around <laughs> that? Cry me a river. <laughs> now that that's, that's a, Broadway, a show. That's a Broadway melody. Um. So he, Eddie's got these this plan. He's roped in these the Mahoney sisters, Hank and Queenie. Played by Bessie Love and Anita Page. Uh, one of them yeah, but is there was some. There were two girls at the office that wanted it first, right? 
Who like, can? Who us, could fucking let remember? Let us sing it. Yeah, I don't want to get too uh, technical. Let's let's not get into the fucking weeds on this movie that we absolutely <laughs> fucking hated. Fair enough, Sean. Um, we uh, yeah. So Hank and Queenie. Hank is short. Queenie is uh, apparently the sexiest woman alive, but she doesn't know yeah. it. She's a real. She's all that. And she like just, that, they. I mean. What is the age difference supposed to be between them? Because, like, Hank's supposed to be, like, the mother figure. I, th- I mean, they don't look that much different in age, but supposedly she was knee-high to a grasshopper when... I don't fucking care. Yeah, you were knee-high <laughs> to a grasshopper. What do you we fucking... Dude, with? I've gotten high with grasshoppers before. Yeah, dude, you're fucking always high on grasshoppers. The cookies. You like a grasshopper cookie? That's a minty cookie, right? I'm not. I don't like this riff. Nope. Don't be because sorry, Jesus. because then all of a sudden we're talking about my blood sugar and my hemoglobins and you oh, make a geez. joke about my my, Jeez, my, my, my blood count. I got my blood I, cells. Hey, would never, Bill. Yesterday you would. Before, You've done before, it. Yesterday. Well, this is here. Here's a fun story. Yesterday I had to get uh, I had to get I get blood drawn for a cholesterol test and I had to get my, <laughs> that is fun. This is good. Fuck time, a high five, dude. And I and I had to get my hip X-rayed, and because of that, I wasn't oh, able to take advantage of your rental. So I had to oh, watch. Yeah, right? I watched half of this movie on your three dollar oh, rental on Vudu, and then I had to four dollars. It. it was three ninety nine, dude. Oh well, then I went on Amazon. It was two ninety nine. I had to rent oh, it again to finish the bitch. movie. That's the way to do it. You were like, if we combined our funds, we could have bought this movie. We really could have, and then never watched it again. Not even fucking for a second do I ever want to see this movie again. Now, so they, I, they, so they have a Broadway melody of like thirty nine, and then I think they did one in the forties. Yeah. So there are sequels. They're not. They're it's unofficial. Not, they're not the same characters and shit like that. It's just. It's not the same song, right? They update it. It's just supposed to be like a similar story. I will never know. Are we. Uh, are we? Were any of them nominated? That's a good question. Because yeah, searching, <laughs> yes. searching for this, searching for Broadway melody on Voodoo brought up like four different. Yeah, the Broadway melody of 1936 gets a nomination, and then that that bullshit ends. There's no more uh, that, but there are like four or five of them, and uh, they're all unrelated. I think the next one has Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. So they, you know, I think oh, at the time people just probably. liked this kind of shit about like yeah, let's I put mean, on it, a show and big fucking show numbers and yeah, I get it. I it can it can be good. It it can be like when Busby Berkeley does it, but not this. Yeah, this was not. Uh, so the Mahoney sisters no, I'll come tell in. You though, I'll tell you though, when before I watched it, going into it. I literally thought it was just going to be a stage production of different songs. So I did I didn't realize that there was any actual supposed to be any story to it. Well, that's the what the story was weak, but there was So that's what the know. Hollywood review is. That's All right, that's it's what just I just like stage production. So, so my thought was, well, they probably just took the best stuff from Broadway that year and just put it all together into like a showcase kind of thing. But no, they they this is this so broke new ground in they that they built a shit rent. story around it. Yeah, rent in the thirties. Fucking thirties rent where they're all fucking 
squatting in. Uh, oh, newsies! Who, they just did newsies. They're down in the in a. Hi, Hoover. Governor. Would you like to buy a paper? That's, that's fucking. Would you like nope. to read the news? No. Would no. you like to know what's going on? With the financial industry, it's a depression, my good sir. Absolutely not. Could have a porridge, please. That's not even close. Dude, that was actually Christian Bale. That was I just played you an outtake from Disney Plus. That sounded better. That that honestly, that sounded better than Child (laughs) Christian Bale. I love Newsies, the Broadway musical. The movie stinks. The movie is rough. I don't think I've. What you told me that the Broadway one's better, but yeah, I that's know on that the uh, movie itself is rough. The uh, they're both they, on they've... Disney Plus, right? Yes, 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 they are. The Mahoney sisters, Hank and Queenie. Hank is uh, the Baloney sisters. Hank <laughs> is the Hank is the business minded one. Queenie is the uh, sex appeal. Uh, even though I thought Hank was the the sexier of the two, if you hey, ask me. I think that they're both beautiful, smart young ladies that could yes. do whatever they want to do. Yeah, but uh, Bessie Love gets uh, she gets nominated for Best Actress. I, I got no problem with that. She plays Hank. She got nominated for Best Actress for this? I guess. I mean, and, for, uh, and, for the movies no that I've seen, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she... she uh... I shut all the other movies off, so sure. Yeah, yeah this, was, this, this is the one I was legally obligated to see all the way through. <laughs> They show up, uh, you know, their uncle Jed, played by Jed Prouty. This fucking he's the, the his whole thing is he stutters like Porky Pig, where yeah. he tries to say one word and he goes up his and then he and and I, I watched it and I was like, oh, that's a good joke, and then I was like, oh fuck yeah, that's I've heard that joke ten thousand times from yeah. a little pig that's got no pants, and then you're like, oh, it's keeps going, yeah. Oh, we're gonna do that one again, okay. He he offers them a thirty week traveling show, but they are they're they are convinced that they are gonna make it on Broadway. Uh they go to auditions or rehearsal. Who the fuck knows? Um They go it, when they go for Zig Zanfeld? Yeah, they go to Zanfield. I'm seeing here that Eddie is engaged to Hank. Yeah, that's that's he's supposedly engaged to Hank, and then when they show up, he fucking immediate like, "Oh, Queenie, you should be the one I'm with." I remember what you when you attack. It's so fucking creepy, dude. Yeah, I should I should uh, I should be paying attention to these movies. Kisses are right on like on the he does a Tom Brady kiss. Oh, everybody Tom Brady kisses in this shit, dude. It's crazy. Um, but when they go to uh, when they're trying out and that other. The other girls in the chorus, or whatever, the dance line chorus. Yeah, the chorus uh, girls. keeps giving her shit. Right. And then Hank walks away, and she's like, I'm going to lay that dame out like a roll of linoleum. Yeah. Fun they, talk. Uh, so they, uh, they go to audition. They're part of the Broadway Melody or some shit. Uh, but they're sabotaged because somebody put a bag in the piano, which makes it sound like shit. Yeah, what? And nobody would check it out. They just yeah, be no, like, well, I guess that's just... how the piano's going to sound for the show. Wow, it's weird. The piano really sucks. Fire these girls. We'll, yeah, we'll never <laughs> get the piano fixed. That's just how the show is. It couldn't have been the man playing the piano that was the problem. It's probably these two women. Uh, he's not interested. Hey, Billy Joel, get out of here. 
Uh, but he wants he needs Queenie to stand on top of a boat or some shit. <laughs> and so Queenie Queenie Insane. finagles it. Queenie finagles it that she'll stick around to take all of her clothes off and stand on a boat. But they have to hire Hank back, and they'll work but for not one. Take, she doesn't take all of her clothes off. She's no, because it's a, it's a fucking America, baby. Yeah, we don't but do that shit. She stands on a boat and does nothing. Nothing. She just looks pretty. And everybody's like, who was the girl on the boat? She's a yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like fucking doing like fucking wolf fucking. It's insane. But they're going to work for one wage and then they're going to and then she convinces him to pretend that it was Hank's business skills that won him over. So Hank thinks she's got this great deal going. And so they get cut out of the Broadway melody. They Hank gets into a fight with another one of the girls. Uh, she's a, this Hank, she's a real scrapper. It's probably because she has a man's name. This movie does a thing that really fucking bugged me, and I can't, I can't get too upset about it because obviously they were just learning how to make movies with sound and more, maybe more complex stories. But they keep doing these title cards that'll be like three weeks later at the girl's apartment, and it's like there's, there's better ways to to fucking get that information across. Oh, absolutely. It's just and this you said that they had dropped, so there was no awards for title cards at this point, right? They dropped it. Yeah, that was gone. Um, I bet the people who did these title cards were like these sons of bitches. Fuck these guys! I'm gonna do the fucking. They were automating the whole thing, you know. Eventually, outsourcing this shit. Yeah, eventually they won't need key grips and best boys. And hey, newsflash: they still do. Yeah, they still fucking do. Uh. It just, man, it just. So then we got to enter in uh, the fourth. So we got Eddie, we got Queenie and Hank, we got Uncle Jed, we got Zanfeld, and then here comes uh, notorious playboy Jacques Warner. Warner? Warner, right? Warner. So it's supposed to be a. Haha, isn't it funny? Jack Warner runs Warner Brothers. It's Jacques Uh... Warner. Oh, I get it. Uh, so he starts to woo Queenie, and then Eddie and Hank, who are supposed to be engaged and in love, are fucking furious. They're not happy about it. They don't want this relationship to go. And I could not figure out why or what the fucking problem was. Well, Eddie doesn't because Eddie's trying to fuck Queenie. Right. I get that. Even and he, Hank doesn't because Eddie's telling Hank. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, dude. He's a I think fucking, that, dude. It's they're both trapped. Queenie doesn't. Uh, Hank doesn't want to be with Eddie. Right. She's that's using the whole it. thing. Like she says at the end, but the the whole thing is like all of a sudden she's fine with Eddie. Like fucking her little. It's just so bizarre to me. Yeah, she uh, and then it uh, it winds up that they they uh, what do they all just go live in Fuck City together? I don't even get. It. <laughs> we will get to Fuck City next stop, <laughs> Fuck City. We're gonna kick a quick detour through the next three paragraphs on Wikipedia. <laughs> Jacques Warner, Jacques, this guy, he's tall, handsome, he's nice, he's rich. He buys Queenie all this stuff. He gets her a fucking great apartment. He's throwing parties all the time. He's entertaining her. Now, and then and Hank and Eddie are like, yeah, you got to get away from this guy. He only wants you because you're pretty. It's like, it's all 
anybody apparently wants her for. That's the only reason yeah. she's still. You guys still have a job is because she's. Pretty. Yeah, he says to her. Uh... The only reason you're trying to cheat on his, her, <laughs> on with her on her sister with her is because she's pretty. Yeah, she like, says, uh, we never had to get by on our legs before. And he says, that don't mean nothing. Those guys aren't going to be t- pay 10 bucks to look at your face. This is yeah. Broadway. This is Broadway, like, are baby. Are you fucking kidding me? You're my fiance, motherfucker. Yeah, chill out, bro. look at my face, you dick. It's, uh, it's fucking. It's bananas. And it is, I truly think that it's just a glitch in the matrix that sound came in and it was just. Everything was about the noise, and I, I and I truly believe that having the music, getting written, not having the orchestra there, having the music on the screen, I think that's what did it. You know what? And you know also, what? It, you know what's also weird is that no one in this movie talks in a way that like they've ever heard a human beings speak before. They all speak like completely unnaturally. Like it all sounds like they're just like learning language for the first time. It's yeah, but really maybe that's weird. just because it's a completely different fucking era, dude. Yeah, but they still like would have had conversations with like people they live with, right? Like you still would know how to be a human. Like they're all talking. Yeah, like, but that's just I don't that's know just bad how, fucking script writing, dude. I don't. That's uh, just mm, I, how do I? Ooh, what do I do with my my mouth? Right. Uh, it's like that thing where it's like you know, like when you see like a comedian and he's like, "What do I do with my arms? I don't know what I'm doing with my arms. Yeah, I just." Yeah. That's what they're doing with like their fucking vocal cords and fucking mouth. It's like all of a sudden they forgot how to be fucking people. It's and they're just strange. Like, oh, oh, honey, honey, why don't you go? Ah. <laughs> uh, so there's a bunch of fucking parties and all this shit, and this guy Jock is a very flamboyant wardrobe guy. Oh yeah, and the fucking. Yeah, they they go right out the gay costume designer, the lesbian uh, who watches over the uh, the girls backstage. The uh, I don't even know what they it, it's not a, I don't know what they call it. The fucking she's like the school mom of the chorus girls. Uh, they also have a a dude that is just fucking completely shit faced all the time. Uh, yeah. he's, he's got uh, a fucking weird name. They keep calling him. Yeah, they call him unconscious. He's drunk all the time. It's like all these side characters that <laughs> nobody like gives a, a fuck about. He looks like uh, Dave Franco. Is that Jimmy? Uh, Joe James Franco's, Franco's brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they just. Uh, yeah, man, dude. It, these fucking early '30s movies—they really fucking love that cartoon drunk shit. Oh yeah, dude. It's it's fucking pro, especially like the Prohibition. Right. And then when you get into that. When prohibition's over, dude, it's what it all is, dude. Like the Thin Man, like that whole movie is a fucking love letter to alcohol. Yeah, but the Thin Man is also like um, great. No, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't, but I'm saying they have a drink in their hands at all times. Like they fucking wake up at three in the morning to take a leak, and he like makes a martini. You yeah. Know? No, um, it's it's fantastic. I mean, that's why they did like eight of them or something, right? Yeah. Oh, the Thin Man. Yeah, which I wish uh, but, somebody and would... they have that's a chemistry. That's people who can act together. HBO Max. Let's go. Let's get after the Thin Man streaming. I want to watch all They'll these fucking there. movies. They'll be there. I can't be. I tried HBO to buy. HBO Max has the best uh, picks. I think they're hard to them. find. Those Thin Man movies are hard to 
to find. So I was like, well, maybe I'll buy just I'll see if there's like a Blu-ray set of all of them. And I'll yeah. Just, and it was like one hundred and ninety five dollars. And I was like, well, fuck this shit. Oh, really? You guys, they're just out of print. I guess they're out of print. You want to pull a uh, Ocean's Fifteen and uh, oh, go steal the Blu-ray set. Of break the into Man. the. I'm gonna break into the William Powell estate and just steal all of his films because I fucking. Yeah, I'll love start this guy. stretching. If you want to do it, I'll start stretching now. Maybe we can get something together this fall. You're gonna have to because you're gonna be the contortionist inside of the bin. Yeah. So I'll start. I'll start working. I think I'm, I'll get some yoga videos on YouTube. Yeah, we probably should. We should do that anyway. We should just be the podcast that just we just get fucking ripped. Oh, dude, I'll do it. Dude, you, you watch don't that? Think I, I will get just ripped. You watch I'll the, fucking you've, smoke it up right now, dude. You guys listen to that podcast where the fucking two dudes just got fucking jacked. They talk about old oh. movies and they're just fucking. Oh, I thought we were talking about smoking weed. Oh no, you should. You should probably actually should slow down on that. Ah, <laughs> uh, America now, brother. That's true. There's a bunch of parties. Queenie's in love with Eddie, but she doesn't want to hurt Jock. Dude, she also how loves. How is she in love with Eddie? Eddie I don't fucking sucks. Get it, dude. He All of a sudden, she meets this rich dude who's sucks. like, "Oh, diamond bracelet? Yeah, no problem. Here you go." Oh, I don't have to live. I don't have to sleep head to toe in a bed with my sister. <laughs> yeah. D- oh no. What could yeah, be worse? When she, when she told Eddie that she loved him too, I was like, I should just shut this off. But it was pretty close to the end, so I he's so ag- Eddie is so fucking aggressive. He's a he's a fucking rapist, dude. He, like she's like, no, he's like, you don't mean that. No, I, no, I do. Ah, come on, your sister. Yeah, Hank, whatever. I knew it from the moment I saw you when you were three years old. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bad movie. Uh, yeah, it's it, not. It's, and it won the Oscar. I should have ended the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you guys, they're lucky that they fucking pulled. They were just like, oh, fuck, we are pot committed at this point to do this again and again. Yeah, it's it's insane, dude. Uh, there's a, a crazy party, a big old big party at the uh, at uh, Queenie's apartment that Jock bought for her. And everybody's dressed like flappers or fucking wearing tuxedos with tails. And uh, she goes into the bedroom, and Jock follows her in there. And this is the only time Jock just does, like, a, a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing where he just, on a dime, just turns into a fucking monster. Up yeah. to this point, it's just been like, oh, well, this girl's just stringing this poor guy along. He just happens to be rich, and he loves her and all this shit. But now they, all he wants is a hug. But really, they want to fuck. Yeah. Now, I watched this movie after I received a text from you that there was a lot of anal in this film. And I was unable to find any signs of any yeah. references no, to anal sex, any actual anal sex. Yeah, it's uh, all implied anal. I didn't even find an implication of anal. You didn't see all the implied anal in, in this thing? No. Right. So if, well, but, I guess. but this is your time. I'm giving you the floor to please elaborate on the anal of the Broadway melody of 1929. Because I even did a Google search for yeah. the anal of the Broadway melody of 1929. Well, that's going to look silly to you because your kids use that computer. No, they're not allowed to touch this thing. Your kids oh, are going to get on that computer, and they're going to be like, Ooh, they're not allowed what to. is this? No, I fight them. I see my kids look at my computer. You know what? I, I think them. I might have meant, I, I, I might have meant that this, uh, I found this movie very banal, and I just forgot to type the B. You found it a, to be a pain in the ass? <laughs> it was, 
I was I was playing a game with you, Sean. I was doing a little joke. I was having a miserable time watching it, so I figured I'd have a little fun with my friend. I like that. I'd say, hey, a lot of animal in this movie. <laughs> Give you something to look forward to. Well, that never came. Anyway, they go, to, they go to this party. She goes in the bedroom. You never Jock, came, you said. <laughs> Jock, hey, speaking of never coming, Jock follows her into the bedroom. And uh, she's like, oh, let's just go out to the party. We don't need to do anything. And he's just like, I just want to smooch, you know, right, something. That, which is wrong. She doesn't want that to. Was, that's... That was Jock, right? It wasn't the father. No. But no, there's no I father. Because I had a point. You no, know, well, Uncle Jed is. Fa- no, no. Jock's father's with him. With him and unconscious. No, I have no fucking clue. I have no. Because there was a point that I thought. I, re- I remember the scene you're talking about. And I thought that it was Jock's father. I didn't think that it was Jock. I thought it was the father trying to fuck her. No, no, the scene, the scene where uh, they uh, they have the fight. This is the fight where Eddie bursts in and and saves her from a too height touch. And I want to be clear because I'm I'm listening back to the words that I. He I've doesn't said. save her. He doesn't save her. And Jock is in the wrong. He should. What he's doing is fucking uh, reprehensible and disgusting. And like he's got no consent, and she keeps saying no, 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 and running away. And he he won't let her go until Eddie bursts in. Tries to fight him, and Jock fucking knocks him through the door with one punch. He comes flying into the party, and then everybody picks him up and drags him out. And Queenie's going, no, they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. And they don't. They just throw him into the lobby of the hotel and then go back to partying. And then she uh, she goes, oh, no, Eddie. And then they leave together, and then boom, boom full-blown jump cut, baby. Sometime later, uh, Hank, little Hank. And Uncle Jed are waiting for Queenie and Eddie to get back from their honeymoon. This guy just got his ass beat, and then they went right to fucking Dude, Niagara makes, Falls, baby. It It's like, all right, we got to end this movie. All right, they're married. Like, it makes, I don't, they're I mean, on, I'm glad it's over. Right, but it's, yeah, it stinks. It stinks on ice. It's fucking. It's, yeah, it's, it's. So what happens is they get married. They're going to buy a house in Long Island. Queenie announces she's done with show business because she's been married for seven days, so she's fully ready to give up on all of her dreams. And Hank's like, oh, I'm just going to be a trooper forever. I'm just going to be a trooper. Yeah, but she already did that, right? They, they Like, they had split up the act, and Hank took on a new partner, and Uncle Jed had them doing, like, different shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then at the end... Uh, the other her new yeah, the, partner comes in and they do the their old act, which is fucking horrendous. By the what, way, what is it? They're begging for a ham sandwich. I forget what it, what it was it about. Stinks. It was like, give me a ham and cheese, would you please? It's the mustard on the I'm side. So oh, it's sliced bread. It's a good day. This is my sister. We're both gay. Not in the way that you're thinking. But it's kind pretty of. funny how they used gay. <laughs> oh, then. yeah. Like all the movies were like big, tough John Wayne. And then all of a sudden he's talking about being, we're all gay here. And but then it, you push it back, you know, push I mean, it forward 50 years. And he's like, that's not what I meant. 1934. One of the nominees is the gay divorcee. Is it? Yep. 34. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we got through this thing, but it's it's a fucking, it's a slog, dude. Yeah, so Hank, Hank, and, Hank and her new partner, they go off with Uncle Jed for their 30-city tour, and at the end of it, they're all going to come live in 
This scene is fucking very weird because the girl comes in, uh, Hank's new partner comes in, and immediately goes to Eddie, who just got back from his honeymoon, and starts fucking hardcore flirting. Like, she might as well be rubbing his dick over his pants. And then everybody's just watching this. Uncle Jed, he's getting fucking handsy with Queenie and kissing everybody on the lips. Uh, Queenie, it's so weird how they kiss Queenie on the and lips, Hank, dude. Queenie and Hank go to hug and embrace, and I thought they were going to start making out. I was like, this fucking, the end of this movie gets fucking horny and confused, and it's bad. It's just bad. <laughs> it, this movie is absolute trash. I gave it one and a half stars on Letterboxd because it won an Academy Award. I feel like that deserves more than just the one star, but... This I honestly thing, don't think it does, dude. This thing sucks. All the songs stink. There's a there was a Technicolor section that is just gone, just deleted, like just destroyed. <laughs> just deleted. It yeah. was it was the one of the first movies. I think this also may have helped with why it won the Academy Award. It had a scene where there were two colors at the same time. Watch yeah, the whoever fuck had out. Whoever had that uh clip was moving their office literally one door down and they were like, Well, I gotta get rid of some of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, Broadway Melody nineteen twenty nine, delete. They just opened up the the shade on their in their office window and the sun just burned the fucking negatives. Whoa, geez, oh Pete's. Ah, that was the one cool part. The one innovation that we had. It's gone forever. Son well anyway. I guess I'll watch Avatar again. Uh, there were three more. There's the Broadway Melody of 36, 38, and 40. Um, they're not uh, They're not direct uh, sequels. <laughs> they're not good. They remade this movie in 1940 as Two Girls on Broadway. Um, Who did star? Yeah, I Anybody mean, of note? I'm looking it up right now. Lana Turner and uh, Joan oh. Blondell and George Murphy. I think it's the same. It's literally the same. It's fucking Molly Mahoney and her fiance Eddie Kearns, and he falls in love with her sister Pat. I mean, it's got to be better than this. Almost certainly. Almost certainly. I mean, they've obviously uh, figured out how to manipulate the sound better. Um, yeah, dude. Would you just... say it was 1940? Yeah, 1940. It it just it sucks, dude. There, there's uh. <laughs> These movies that are about like, there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of movies from this time. And you have song and dance, man. You love this. I do. And in a couple weeks, Forty uh, uh, Second Street gets a nominee, and it's basically the same kind of story. It's about a fucking girl who uh, uh, wants to join the big show, and she butts heads with the established star, and it's all about let's put on a show. Yeah. Uh, and there's just a fuck ton of those type of movies from this time and it's just like I mean the the premise of it is great it's just the execution is lacking yeah this one is this one's no good but I next can't, week is I very couldn't good. I couldn't so last week we agreed we we're in agreement that Wings and Sunrise are probably the two best movies that out of the six that we watched with and we both agree that Wings is probably no I thought Sunrise is better than Wings but yeah, technically I Wings think, I think Wings, Wings is the first was... picture winner Incredible. This week out of these five, I don't know if there's a better movie than the Broadway Melody I mean, in this I'd have mix. to say this just because uh, the other two that I tried to watch, I bailed on. I watched Alibi, and there's no fucking world where that's a Best Picture winner. Yeah. It just isn't that I, good. I think I, I didn't not get very far into that. And 
you know, that might I think that was more because of the transfer quality than the anything to do with the actual product. But uh that one what was the trailer that you could just get the trailer that we were talking about? The Patriot. Fuck out of here, Patriot. That thing is lost to time, so we don't have to worry Dismissed. about that. Dismissed. Dishonorably, dishonorably discharged, in my opinion. Um, but do, despair not, friends, because uh, next week we've got a Best Picture winner that oh, is uh, so it's another World War One film. All quiet. You, never, you haven't seen it yet, right? On the way, I don't think I've seen it. I, I may have seen it in high school. I have no recollection. Yeah. But I don't know. You also said that uh, you thought Ernest Borgnine was in it. Yeah, so I don't so, know. What the, I still don't know I, what that I'm is. I'm pretty sure they they remade it at some point in like the 70s or something. I think a that's TV true. Miniseries, maybe. Yeah, but so uh, all it. quiet on the Western Front. I'm pumped for this one, baby. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, and, and uh, there's other movies, and we'll talk about those next week. Billy, Shawnee. Take us home. You want to send us out with a song? Do your patented give our regards to the balcony. We didn't want to do it. Give our regards to the balcony. Remember us to the mezzanine. Tell everyone down at the snack stand that we're fucking pretty mean. And then we'll stab your father when it comes to pick you up. Tell him to meet us in the parking lot if he wants to get fucked up. I think that's probably uh, age appropriate for all of our listeners. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.